Coming up on episode 12 of The Unscrewed Mind, Rusty and I dig into the ego and how it's done a fantastic job of turning you into the person that you are today. But to become the person that you want to be, you're going to have to overcome it. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to podcast number 12. 12. Episode 12. Yes, sir. Episode 12. So uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, the ego, mine specifically, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the biggest one. Let's talk about the biggest one first. (laughs) Oh, stomping my ego over the last year has been a delightful experience. Um, At the same Uh time, a very um, painful experience. But has worked out uh, for the for the greater for the greater good of of Rusty for sure. Um, I've just felt <clears throat> I don't you know I think that you know when we're talking about ego in general, the way that I used to think of ego was it's just somebody you know that's egotistical. You know what I mean? You've heard that phrase like throughout your life, and you've got a certain idea of what the person looks like that is egotistical, right? Uh, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. So, you know, it's, it could be the way that the person dresses or the way that they act or the way that they carry themselves. And, you know, a a lot of the times the people that do those things are, or, or, you know, that your definition of what an ego, ego, egotistical person is, is you'll notice that those people are actually a lot of times the successful people. Have you noticed this, Matt? Oh, I would say that, I mean, type A and success kind of go together, right? And I I would definitely say like a type A person has a lot of ego. And by that, I just mean they they think really highly of themselves. They're they're confident in their ability to get something done, right? And it's, I don't know if it's necessarily overinflated, but they um, just... They seem like they're going to get the job done every time. Yeah. I mean, just a, a no losing mentality um, when I think of egotistical. But then when I started, you know, looking into law of attraction, spirituality and all that kind of stuff, it made me have a different perspective on ego. I mean, I think that part of, you know, the law of attraction and, and the spirituality piece is that you believe in yourself. Because you're going within, right? And mm-hmm. you're within is who you really want to to shine through. And, you know, I, I don't think it's a bad thing to believe in yourself. The where where the ego becomes a problem is is it's not just just those simple things that I thought it was. I thought it was just talking about mainly, you know, what that person thinks of themselves, and that's all there is to it. But really the ego is guiding every thought that you're having. So some somebody's ego can be controlling how they think of the person that they think is egotistical. You know what I'm saying? It's like everything is controlled by the ego. Oh, no, you, you lost me well, on that one. I mean, so if your ego is telling you that the person that, you know, is doing these things and acting like they're great is a bad thing. There's a reason why it's doing that. 
It's trying to protect you. Your ego is is set up to protect okay. you from everything. So, you know, when you fall down, your ego is the one that is telling you, hey, don't do that again because you're going to get hurt, right? So if you're riding a bicycle right. and mm-hmm. you, you fall down, hurt yourself, you know, your parents, uh, you know, if you're just now learning how to ride the bike, your parents are sitting there saying, hey, you know, get back on it. You can do it kind of thing. But your ego is saying, mm-hmm. no way, I'm not getting back on this. You know, you might get really upset when you're a little kid crying, all that kind of stuff. But when you get back on it and you make that accomplishment, you're super happy about it. But right, right. there's a reason why that you may feel that the person is has a huge ego or egotistical. You might feel that way about them. But maybe they just feel, you know what I'm saying? Like they don't have, they're not meaning to make you feel bad, badly about yourself. Your ego is what's making you feel badly about that person. If you do feel badly about them, you know what I mean? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like if you have a negative <laughs> yeah. thought about people that are egotistical like that, then it's your ego protecting uh-huh. you. I, I don't know. I, it may be I'm explaining it bad, but I'm just saying the ego is set up to protect you. And if you don't like people like that, or if you're put off by people like that, it's because of something that's happened in your past to shape that. And the e- so that's so that's your ego trying to make you feel better about yourself by saying that that person who has is more successful or has more ego by saying that, uh, you know, they must be doing something the wrong way or they must be, you know, sacrificing something somewhere else to get where they're at. Yeah. And so that makes you feel better yeah, about that's how, where I mean, you're that's at. That's how I think of it. And, you know, in all of the different books and thing and, and uh, information that we've looked at, it really talks about how you should never think badly of how someone got something, you know, unless it's morally wrong. You know what I mean? It's you should always be happy and thankful and grateful that that person was able to achieve it because it is saying it just means that you can do it, too. And so that is the biggest thing that was a huge change for me in 2020 and made me feel just better about myself overall because I quit looking at you know, other people, what they were doing and thinking, oh, you know, I wish I could do that or wish I could, you know, maybe I wish I was doing that instead of what I'm doing. And I started looking at, you Mm -hmm. know, there's no reason why I couldn't do that, you know? Yeah. One of the interesting things that um, you read or that you hear, if you, if you listen to the law of attraction or the process of be, of attracting abundance is that the last thing you want to do is have negative thoughts about someone else's success or about someone else's money because that that sends a vibration out into the universe that you don't want those things that that successful person has and i think it's that's definitely it's definitely the ego that makes you you think that way um another thing that you know i i was thinking about when you were you were talking just a second ago is how the ego uh, makes you feel like you're the victim in just about every circumstance. And then, you know, makes you seek out, um, I don't know what the word is, makes you seek out uh, 
pity from someone just to make yourself feel better in a situation. I don't know. It seems like the ego's in charge of like every, like, is it in charge of every positive emotion that you feel and every negative emotion that you feel? Like it's so it's well, good and it's bad. It's just the, the ego is designed to protect you. So if you don't like something or if you're scared of doing something because you're going to get hurt, the ego is going to get you to the most comfortable spot possible. And that's the goal. So if okay. you have. So I, I've got a super strong ego <laughs> just, if it likes comfort. Sitting there like with a, uh, you've got like one of those, what, what are those onesie outfits on or whatever the, the ones? Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, my ego is a like a universal <laughs> lazy boy. And it's just like, sit down, hey. Matt. You don't have to do that. It's dangerous out there. It's cold and it's frightening and it's dark. Stay oh, here yeah. in this warm and chair. It happens to all of us. I mean, no, no matter what you put your goal as, everything inside of you is going to say, and it is your ego that is inside of you, is going to say, no, this is probably not the day to start that. Or, you know, what are we going to do if we don't have enough money to do this? Or what are we going to do if people don't like what we're saying? Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. What if, what if your, what if your friends find out that you're doing this? What are they going to say? Like, are they going to, are they going to laugh at you or, or think about you differently because you're, you're trying this new thing. Yes. And, you know, working, uh, having a career, uh, for the last, uh, 15 years in a sales role, I've learned, um, something that is, I mean, dealing with everything from a consumer level customer to a customer that works at a a fortune 500 company, everyone is the same. I mean, you're going to run into a very similar type person in all walks of life and people aren't as far off or that much different than what you might think that they are. Um, when you meet somebody that's running mm-hmm. a, a major corporation, they're normally just as normal as somebody that's just coming in to, you know, buy groceries at the grocery store. You know what I mean? Like the distinguishness, distinguishment between the two people is not that far. And, and that's the, that's something that I think that all of us let our ego tell us is there's something special about somebody else that you don't possess. And it does that to keep you from trying something that would make you feel uncomfortable. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's, that is what ego is to me. And after, you know, uh, many hours and, and days of studying, I just feel like that if everyone is to step back and just listen to what the ego is saying and notice that that ego is not who they are. It's just something that's set in place to protect you and look at it from the perspective of when you're little, you fall down and you're like, okay, I don't want to fall down. So I'm going to try harder to walk, you know? And so you start to, it's a, it's just a protect protection mechanism and when you're when you're learning to drive, you know you get scared when you're, you give it too much gas or come to a stop too quickly. You start to train yourself to do things 
And once you've trained them, it's just kind of like auto drive or, you know, uh, autopilot. So, yeah. yeah, that's why it's so hard to break out of break out of the life that you have now or, or make significant changes because you have to overcome that, that safety mechanism. And I think the, you know, the question I've, I've had listening to you talk about this is, and I mean, I don't know this and maybe I've read it at some point. It's just not in my head right now, but I think for the purposes of discussion, it's a good question. How do you, how do you overcome the ego? Like, let's say that there's, there's something that I want to change in my life and I want to do it right away, but I'm going to have to get uncomfortable. Like, how do I go about getting uncomfortable and pushing through that safety mechanism? Like what's, what's, is there like a five-step program, three-step? Is it just kind of one thing, but you have to do it on repeat? Like what's the secret? Uh, you know, the real secret to everything is is taking the first step. And not only that, but, but realizing right. that you are not the what you're hearing in your head. And, and that is, mm-hmm. that's why meditation just is so key. Um, to really helping you realize what you are and what you aren't. And you're either, you're either listening and acting on the thoughts that pop into your head, or you're just listening to them. And once you're able to distinguish, you know, which one is the ego talking versus, um, you know, your higher self speaking to you, because those are, those are two separate things. And everything that you want can be yours, but you have to be able to be willing to get uncomfortable to make that your new comfortable. And, and mm-hmm. just like yeah. this podcast, I mean, how many weeks or months did it take for us to start recording this podcast? I don't know. It was probably, I mean, we talked about it for no. a year or two. And then I would say significant. Well, wait, we talk, you're yeah, talking dude. about, we, for, you're talking like, about, we talked about it without knowing what kind of content that we would be talking about. We talked about wanting to do a sh- like oh, some yeah. sort of show, you know, whether it was a YouTube channel, whether it was something. So, I, I mean, I consider that planning uh, yes. that led to this, but I think from a, from a, we should do a podcast perspective. I think it was probably five or six yeah. months that we talked about it. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? And then um, that led to a, like a bunch of research and trying to figure out how to do it when you're in two separate uh, parts of the country. And like, how do you put those two things together? And then where do you, who hosts it? Right. And then how do you promote it? Like it was, there was a lot. And then I think the, like the biggest barrier was like, are we going to sound okay? Right. Are we just going to sound like a couple idiots? on the microphone and, and are we okay with, with someone thinking that? Like, yeah. how do you, I don't know. And, and still, I'm, I mean, I'm still did scared. You just, did you just still sit petrified there and give us, of, is your ego just speaking to us right now? Or what are you trying to tell us? I mean, that's, that is the point of this, right? Is to, is to get to the heart of the ego. I think for a moment there, I wasn't in the present moment and I was worried about the past and kind of thinking about the future all at the same time. And uh, yeah, I got a little scared. I mean, just scared. looking across my life, <laughs> um, you know, there's so many times where I have just said, you know, I've got to do something different. 
And I've gone within and, Mm -hmm. you know, asked for guidance on what that is. And I didn't even know exactly what I wanted, but then things just started to unfold the way that I, that worked out really well. But I didn't know, I didn't know that I was actually guiding my reality. I I just knew that when I was being told that I couldn't do something, that I had faith in myself that I could. And I think that that has really, Mm -hmm. um, I think that shaped my life. And I think that that shapes everybody's life. Uh, I mean, I think that you um, have definitely uh, done a ton of things that you felt uncomfortable with to begin with, but then it just became second nature to you. And I think it's something that's just ingrained in us and it's normal. But the thing is, is people get stuck at a certain age into the same thing day after day, after day, after day. And you will see people literally walking into jobs that they hate or, or being with somebody (laughs) that they don't like for years and years and years. And they're complaining about that person or they're complaining about that job. And they have not even taken the first step in any direction, but the exact same one as they did the day before. But uh, isn't their ego, isn't their ego at that point, just happy complaining about the situation that they're not willing to change. Right. Doesn't that become Uh, part of the ego where you're like, where you're like the victim and you're never happy and you're always sad. And like, that's part of it too. Isn't it ego, your paradigm. It's pretty tight. Like, I, I don't know, like my, my favorite part about the ego now is, and this is something that I used to do all the time, right? It's like, at, like if, let's say it's a Sunday and I'm, I'm cleaning up around the house, you know, and I, I, um, I was going to get really personal, but I'm not going to, but let's say I'm, I'm, I'm picking stuff up around the house and, uh, like I'm the, like, let's say I'm the only one doing it after a while, my ego starts to get into what I'm doing. And it's like, Hey man, you're doing all this cleaning and you always do all this cleaning and no one's helping you, man. That ain't right. And my ego, like I would, it, I, I, I didn't understand like how to control it or stop it. And it would just turn me into a lunatic by the end of the day, because for some reason I feel like I needed validation for all this work I was doing for the family. And now I hear that voice in my head and I'm like, Oh no, we're not doing that today, Matt, you know, like we're, I'm not letting this get out of control because it's a silly emotion and it's not, it's not worth any time or energy being spent on it. And I can push that, that silly voice down and just be me. I feel like that's my higher self, keeping my ego in check. Am I crazy? Does that make sense? I mean, it's so funny that we will let our ego tell us, that somebody else should be doing something because we're doing something or if we're not doing it, yeah, that they should be doing it. That's it goes mm-hmm. both ways, mm-hmm. but it sounds like that you should definitely look into somebody helping you clean the house. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is like people do help, but in that no, moment, no, I'm not talking about people. Oh, from your God, family. I hope Carrie don't listen. You know, just, just the main things that, you can do to start realizing your ego is it it goes, it definitely goes multiple ways here. Write down 
what you think about yourself. And I think that this is, I think this is, is a takeaway for life period and for spiritual awakeness for Mm -hmm. law of attraction, for everything is writing down what you think about yourself. And we've mentioned this before. You need to write down what you think in detail, take that sheet of paper, set it to the side and then do it again. Because the first time your ego lets you write down things that you don't really believe. And Mm -hmm. once you're able to identify that that is happening, then you're able to move forward with what you really would like, you know, to be able to say about yourself. And that is, I mean, that that's the starting point for everything really is identification of of who you are and then uh, the exercise of who you would want to be. And I know that we've mentioned this like 90 times, but you can't hear it enough because I promise you my entire life, I could, somebody could have told me this every year of my life up until last year. And I would have just been like, okay, in one ear out the other. And and maybe is uh-huh. that the ego right there saying, "Oh no, they don't know what they're talking about," you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't need anything you got to say, brother. I got yes. it all figured out. Because, and, and you know, part of it is a little bit true because you're on your own. You have your own set of goals, and you're moving towards your own destiny. And you thinking that their destiny has anything to do with yours is a problem. So. There, there's just so many different directions to look at it, but I, I really think that just people sitting back, looking at who they are, looking at who they would want to be, and seeing where those two things line up, and then becoming appreciative of what everyone else has been able to do because they are reflections of you. Become a part of the Unscrewed Mind by following us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Unscrewed Mind. Also, feel free to email Rusty and I. Our address is unscrewedmind at gmail.com. Tell us what you thought of the show, pitch a subject for a future show, or just say hi. And until next time, stay grateful.